Boat Podcast. Oh, what, what, what? It's week two of our live shows, episode 55. I think we are on 55. Nickel, nickels. 55. Uh, Chris Jackson, Chris Jackson. Chris Jackson plus five more. No, Chris Jackson plus nickel back. No. No, because that would be subtracting. Yeah, you'd be getting a nickel so back. just plus five. Plus episode 55 yes. of the Media Boat <laughs> Podcast, where we talk about, among other things, film, television, Video games and music. You got that right. I did get that right this week. I thought yes. about it. I thought about it real hard. It's in my brain. Mm. Saw some steam coming off of that of, of me. That's probably why. But that's just from the rain. I mean, that's probably part of it as well. By the way, it's raining, so if you hear random thunder noises, I don't think it's gonna thunder. It shouldn't. It shouldn't pick it up. No. But um, we should probably actually watch the um, the uh, audacity. The audacity instead. Uh, it's more at risk. Right. Okay, uh, but yeah, so let's hop into what we usually discuss. Now, we, um, did we make a prediction last week? We made a prediction office? last week. Were we wrong? Because I feel like we were wrong. Um, we said that um, Mark Wahlberg and Patriots right. Day we were wrong. Were, uh, was going to be the number one movie at the box office. Well, apparently, even uh, though they marketed that thing to death, nobody saw it. <laughs> Well, there's a reason for that. Okay. Uh, Hidden Figures, yeah, which is your number one movie, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Picked up more theaters. Yeah, and another 815 theaters. And did really well because of it. Yeah. It actually it only lost eight percent. Yeah. So it made another twenty million dollars. Uh, bring us total to fifty-five million. So big win uh, for for Hidden Figures. Yes. Um, also looking like one of um, the uh, favorites going into Oscar nominations. Uh, looks like it, but I doubt it will actually garner much of anything. We'll see. We'll see. You'll see the acting nod for, um, what's her name? Octavia Spencer? Yeah, Octavia Spencer. No, she's in Fences. No, that's Viola Davis. Wait, I thought it was the opposite. Other way around. Really? Yes. Are you sure? Viola Davis is opposite Denzel. Are you sure? I thought that was... Whatever. Anyways. No, because Octavia... uh, uh, Viola Davis is the stronger of the two. So she has to go up against Denzel, who's (laughs) a strong black man. Fair enough. I have no idea. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, Number two was La La Land. Yes, La La Land. La La Land. (laughs) Very musical of (laughs) you. I'm uh, making a 14 million. Why are you doing it to the tune of Sesame Street? Because <laughs> it gained another 300 theaters. Didn't answer that question. But yes. Yes. It's gone super wide like a trailer truck. So if you haven't seen it yet, you can see it now. Yes. Tell me how to It has one of those. How it gained 43%. Because that's. It has one of those those yellow tags that said oversized load on it. That's how wide. That's just Emma it's Watson's gone. dress. <laughs> what? I mean Emma Stone's dress. I was gonna say Emma Stone's yellow dress is just the sure. bumper. Uh-huh. Here, oversized uh, load. <laughs> so that one that made an additional or that one actually went up uh forty three percent to seventy four million. Not uh, bad. Yep. That's hey, it made money. Hey. And we're in thirty million budget. It made money. Cool. Oscar buzz means money. Yes, it will continue making money. Yes. Uh, number three, for some reason, was Sing. Yeah. Because it's your four, animated movie. With $14 million, Yep. Uh, down 33%. Uh-huh. Made 
$233 million that day. Yep. It shouldn't. And probably isn't stopping here. No. Yeah. No. Expect uh, number four was uh, the new release, the re-release, uh, the Bye Bye Man. Bye Bye Man. Yeah, that was that was due. Yeah, that was due this week. Yeah, thirteen and a half million dollars, over seven million dollar budget. So because horror movies don't lose money, they always make money. Yep, yep. Because they're so cheap. Uh, Rogue One was number five at thirteen million. Still hanging in there. Nine percent drop. Made four hundred ninety eight million dollars. I still haven't seen it. Um, I'll see it eventually. You are gonna have Goals. to see it eventually because Goals. that yeah. thing is now the number one movie of 2016. Oh, nice! It crossed 500 million in the middle of the week. Oh, okay. So that officially puts it as the number one domestic movie of 2016. You keep saying 2016. Do you mean 2016? I mean 2016. Okay. Because it was released in 2016. Right. So that's your count. So you count 2017 money. Because it's still a 2016 release? Yes. Okay. Because it's still... Because it's uh, when it was released. Yeah, that makes sense. When it starts counting money. Not when it ends. Got it. Okay. Yep. Uh, that brings us to number six, Mark Wahlberg's Patriot's Day. Yeah. Yeah. $12 million. Not good. Well, that sounds bad, but you have to realize that it made an 11,000% jump. <laughs> well, Yeah. Well, it helps with 3,000 theaters. Right, that's <laughs> Added why. to your release. <laughs> when you actually become a movie people can see, yes. people probably will see it. <laughs> Turns out. Yep. Uh, releasing this week, we have a movie I'm looking forward to. The Resurrection of Gavin Stone. I do not know what this is. No, that's a religious movie. What is this? It's a religious movie. Okay. And why uh, are you looking forward to it? I'm not. That was a joke? <laughs> that was a joke. Okay. The other one, movie coming out this weekend is... Split, the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. About. It's freaking creepy. Multi personalities disorder. It's weird as hell. I Starring James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Yes. Sure. Watch Professor X get tortured to death <laughs> with his own brain. I'd rather not. Would you <laughs> rather see Groot do insane stunts? <laughs> no. <laughs> How about Vin Diesel not talk about family? For there once? we go. <laughs> yes, Triple uh, X. Yes, the return of Xander Cage <laughs> comes out this week. I keep wanting to, I keep wanting to call it the the name of the second one, Triple X State of the Union, because it's such a good name. <laughs> but no, yes, Triple X Return of Xander Cage. Yes. Yeah, I'll be dumb. Yeah, well, and then also uh, coming out this week, we have. Movie I'm actually looking forward to, and I probably will see this weekend. Okay. The Founder. The, right. The McDonald's movie. I kind of want to see that, too. Yes. It looks good. Yeah. I'm surprised this has not been up for Oscars. Uh, <coughs> well, first of all, the nominees have not been released, so who knows? Well, Golden Globes, even. But. Well, yeah, it got snubbed at the Golden Globes, but I'm wondering if that, that was because it didn't make a cutoff. Right. Um, because the Academy Awards have a wider thing then I, I wouldn't be surprised to see it nominated for something yeah that's good we'll see we'll see um yeah I'm looking forward to this Michael Keaton stars in this movie basically an entire ad for McDonald's yeah so if you don't want to buy a Big Mac after it <laughs> they did something wrong <laughs> or something right or maybe yeah actually I don't know <laughs> yeah cause uh, when Super Size 
came out, it made me want to go buy a Big Macs. Really? That's 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 the thing you got from that movie. Was I need to put this in my body? Yeah. And immediately. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Was it not a McDonald's ad? I don't Did think I that's that what Morgan Spurlock was going for. But hey, you know what? <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will eat my own. You get your own. Also, Big Mac. Big Macs are just no, okay. it's the quarter pounder of cheese. Quarter pounder of cheese is the better. Yep, yep, that's the better I burger. had a Big Mac for the first time ever last year. I had never had one until last year, and, and I ate it. And I'm like, this is like 95 percent bread. Yes. And I was so disappointed. I'm like, dude, this tastes like a way worse than an out burger with too much bread on it. Yes. And so I'm like, why would I ever order this one? But did you have the McRib? I have not tried a McRib. So I've never had a McRib yeah. until like three weeks ago. And how was For lunch, I decided, how was you your... know what? I'm going to order a McRib because I I, I should at least know what a McRib okay. tastes like. Tell me about your McRib experience. It was a pork sandwich. Does it taste like a rib? Um, it was an unpulled pulled pork sandwich. That sounds terrible. Kind of. I mean, that being said, one of the things, like probably my least favorite thing about the pulled pork is how it falls apart. But I like how the, it falls apart. They can pick up some fries. You have pulled pork french fries. That is true. So if you eat over a bed of fries, I can see that working. Like how some people eat a burrito over another tortilla so they have a right. second burrito. That's smart. Right. But That's just that's just smart. But with the big rib, it's just yeah. the sauce dripping everywhere. And that's yeah, not good. That doesn't sound fun. No, not really. No. I probably will not have a McRib. I have no no interest in a McRib. Well, at least I could say I had a McRib. You can now Tell people what that thing is. And the doctor is listening. Oh, good. Yes. So we should probably stop talking about McDonald's. <laughs> uh, movie news. Uh, actually, are we going to talk about predictions? For what? Next week. Next week? Oh, yes. Next week. Uh, so those are the movies coming out next week. Um, I'm putting... Um, <laughs> it's another toughie. Yeah, because I don't know how well Triple uh, X will do. Yeah, I don't know. If that's, the, that's the big... Question this is here. not the time for big action movie. No. However, I don't think anyone's going to see Split. No, I really don't think so either. I think M. Night Shyamalan, even though they seem to be marketing him like he's like yeah, people have like forgotten return. that he's kind of been lousy, but I think people remember that he's kind of been lousy. So, I don't know. What, the, what those ads need are actual reviews saying yeah. M. Night Shyamalan's return to form as good as signs or but success. But they haven't hit. And but, you know why they haven't hit? Probably because the studio didn't shoot, didn't yeah. send screeners yet. Yep. <laughs> so we'll see so when we'll, that thing we'll comes see, out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't think Split is your number one. I don't think. I don't Triple know X how wide the one. founder is going. I, I don't. It's going that's wide. not a number one movie. Right. All right. So just for the sake of difference, I'm going to go with uh, Triple X going over Hidden Figures. That thing's got to make over twenty million dollars. I assume. Yeah. When you use the numbers like that. Also, if you're yeah. if you're expecting Hidden Figures to do another twenty, no, it's going to drop off, unless it benefits from some sort of um, nominations. Yeah, some sort of nomination hype because right. those. Well, actually, this would be after this. Would, the nominations aren't announced until so 24th, next week. Next week, mid next week. So right. numbers will already have hit. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. All right. Well, we got to pick pick something here. Ah. You're probably right. Let's go with Triple X. All right, all right. We're going to have to do a movie again. Triple yeah. X. Worth a try again. Right. Let's see if it works this time. <laughs> Third time's a charm. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of nominations and stuff, uh-huh. the Hollywood Reporter's Oscar Director's Roundtable is out. 
It's okay. A, that is uh, Hollywood Reporter does this every year. It's an hour long roundtable discussion with what will assume to be the directors being nominated for the Academy Awards. Right. Uh, this year they have. Mel Gibson, okay, of Hacksaw Ridge, unfortunately. Oliver Stone of Snowden, right. Denzel Washington of yep. Fences, uh-huh. Damien Chazelle, yep. La La Land, Mira Nair, Queen of of Katwe. okay. That's the uh, Disney, uh, yes, chess movie, right. And Barry Jenkins of Moonlight. Cool. Uh, you can find this on the Hollywood Reporter's YouTube page. It is an hour, just over an hour long. So if you look for something interesting and want to get behind, like a behind-the-scenes view of a director's mind when they go into projects, give it a listen. Yeah, I'm sure they have a back catalog of other of past years, but it's always very interesting. At least I find it very interesting. Yeah, it's cool stuff. Yeah. Um, other uh, other stuff coming up. Uh, I'm gonna say that for last. Uh, Warner <laughs> Brothers. Okay. Uh, has hired David Goyer and Justin Rhodes to. Write and rewrite and fine tune Green Lantern core movie. Yes, another Green Lantern movie. Okay, what, Mr. Comic Book? Tell me what core means in this context. So, the Green Lantern Corp is a. A core. Corp. Like, yeah. Yes, C O R P. Yeah, core. Corp. But core. <laughs> corpse. Right? Yes. Corpse, dead bodies. Yes, Got it. yes, the Green Lantern corpse. Green Lantern, dead bodies. Yes, the Green Lantern are essentially the space police. Oh, so there's more than one Green Lantern? Yeah. Yes. Wait, what? Yes. Are they... So there's so one you... guy So I assume you is... did not watch Green Lantern like most people. No. Okay. So there's one guy that is Green Lantern, but there are other Green Lanterns? So there's one guy who is the Green Lantern of Earth, but there are other galactic species who are Green Lanterns themselves. Is Green Lantern a species of alien? No, Green Lantern is a title. So you It's like, to... like a U.S. Marshal is a title. So you have to earn the right to be a Green Lantern? Yes. The Do they all have had... the rings? Yes, and the ring has to choose you. Oh, the ring chooses you? Yes. Okay. Like Frodo. Yes, exactly like Frodo. I mean, that seems to be the <laughs> ring's thing, is that they go after something. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so the, this is a core, a group... Of Green Lanterns. Yes. Okay, and this is that that this is a movie about that. Yes, uh, it's actually being described as lethal weapon in space. <laughs> okay. What? Yes, because this will not feature one Green Lantern, but two um, uh, Earth Green Lanterns with both Jonathan Stewart of the Carolina Panthers. Is John Stewart's in this? Yes. Daily Daily Show, John Stewart. Yeah, I was gonna say. And yeah. Hal Jordan. John. St- uh, Hal Jordan. Yes. That sounds like a comic book name. That's a very comic book name. Okay, wait a minute. Both of these are comic book names. So wait. So yes, you told me this before when explaining the football player joke. Yes. The original Green Lantern's real name is Jonathan, Jonathan Stewart. Stewart. Yes. Okay. And Jonathan Stewart is the black Green Lantern. Oh. Hal Jordan okay. is the white Green Lantern. Okay. Normally, they don't exist at the same time. But in this case, they do? But in this case, they will. Is this like one of those like weird like, well... The universe crossed over for a brief moment. No, no, no. This, I assume what they're going to do is a Men in Black style where I'm getting too old for this shit meets <laughs> Young Gun Hotshot. Sure. Without actually explaining how they can coexist? Yes. Got it. All right. Sure. 
<laughs> I assume that's where they're going to go with this. All right. Fine. Whether they do or not is a different story. Yeah, we'll see. Yep. <laughs> um, but hey, uh, David Goyer's working on it. Sure. So look for big action sequences. Yeah, <laughs> I, hope, I hope so. Something. Yeah. Lethal weapon in space. That's how it's being described as. Okay. Yep. Um, in news that broke today. 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 Uh, the founder. Yeah, we just talked about it. No, no. The no. founder and CEO oh. <laughs> of Legendary Pictures, okay. Thomas Tull, has been outed. He's been outed? Yes. He is no longer in control. Oh, he's been ousted. Ousted. Outed? <laughs> ousted? He's been outed. I th- thought he was having an affair or something. No. <laughs> no. Okay. He's been kicked out of the company. Yes. Got it. He's been let go and replaced with Jack Gow, one of the twins who Wait. of the Wanda Group. Oh, okay. Yes. He also a senior Wanda executive. Our continuing story. Yes, of the Wanda Group. Of the Wanda Group. Yes. He is currently taking over uh, CEO Productions, interim CEO. Got it. Um, this is only until he finds, finds a, a replacement. Re- a suitable replacement. Right. Who will work not only with U.S., but with China. With China. And that's key for yes. them to move forward with relativity. Right. Because, no, with Legendary. I'm oh, sorry, Legendary. Because, <laughs> because Wanda is a Chinese company that bought Legendary. Right, Legendary. Yep, and they made the Great Wall. They, they did. Yes. They made, yeah. they made the wall. I mean, made, I mean the Great Wall. Yes, and they made China to pay for it. <laughs> I was just going to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I beat you to it. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, so, um, send in your resumes, everybody. Yeah, uh, I want to be CEO of a movie company. Yeah, Actually, CEO no, I don't. No, I don't. That's not true. I read a book about a CEO and it kind of ruined his life. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. Wait, was that the Men Who Would Be Kings? No. Well, oh. yes, but no. Um, I was specifically talking about Disney War. Oh, Disney War. about Michael Eisner. Yes. Man, that's a good book. It's a fascinating. Oh, book. That's, holy crap! It's yes. great. However, the man, jeez, <laughs> that was drama. For everyone involved. But yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Right. Cool. I guess. And Not good last, Yes. And lastly, in movie news, we're going to talk about your name. My name? Matt? I, no. <laughs> we're going to talk about Kimi no Dawa. Is that a person? No. That is your name. What? In Japanese. Okay. Let me explain. <laughs> my, na- my, my name, Matt. Let me explain. In Japanese... Let me explain. Is Kimmy? Kimmy no na wa is an anime film okay. by Makoto Shinkai. Okay. And it is currently the highest grossing anime film of all time. Wow. Yes, you heard that right. Of all time. Be that Pokemon? Is, it is past Pokemon, <laughs> past Studio Ghibli's okay. Spirited Away. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that was the last... Yes, holder. with uh, $289 million international. From course. what I understand, the order went uh, Princess Mononoke, Pokemon, Spirited Away, and has pretty much stagnated since. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this thing has broken everything. Okay. It literally broke Japan. It broke Japan. It had $290 million. Wow. For an anime movie. And that's a lot considering the population of Japan. Yes. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Well. That's like good domestic numbers here. The bulk of it is coming from Japan. 192 million, Japan yeah. only. Yeah, which is still since August really 26th, good. making it the third highest grossing film of all time in Japan. In Japan, wow! It's also the highest grossing Japanese film 
in China at nice. eighty-one million dollars. Okay, since it's December second release. When's it coming here? And <laughs> it's open number one in South Korea with fifteen million dollars on January fourth. So when's it coming here? Here's the catch. Uh oh. North American anime licensor and distributor Funimation. Right. Today. <laughs> okay. Confirmed that the film has been submitted as a nominee for the best animated film for the upcoming 89th Academy Awards. Wait, what? But it hasn't even released here. Film opens in the U.S. on April 7th. <laughs> so, we won't even be able to see this thing until three more months? Yes. But, but it could be already up, be an potentially, Academy Award. Of course, potentially is the key word. Yes. Here. Because chances are, that list, I saw the short list, I'm using quotes here, right? because it's not very short at all, and it's already, there's already so many movies on that thing, there's no way a late edition can even, like, eke into the, the five or six nominees that it I think it might. On the list. Well, okay, if this was the foreign press, it yeah, would have. maybe. But in this case, this is American-ass Americans. Right, voting for American um, movies. So yeah, except for see, the foreign award, you're gonna see three Disney movies <laughs> and Kubo and Sing, Sing, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's my prediction. <laughs> Maybe Dory's the wild card. Yes, but we'll see. And but, my life is a zucchini. Oh yeah, I'll be on there. <laughs> Whatever that is. Yes. So your name will be coming to yes. the U.S. film. To, to, my name. Yes. Matt. That's what it's called. Your name. April 7th. Matt, yes. Yes. Uh, no word on who they're casting for voices yet. Tina Fey. You don't even know what this movie's about. No, I just know she was the mom in Ponyo, so... Okay. Just put Tina Fey in your movie. I mean, it's a win. That's gonna be hard, because <laughs> this is... Wait, let me describe this plot for you. Alright, okay. What, what's, what's your name about? What's your... Okay, your name follows the events after a comet... Passes over Japan. Comments. Okay. When that happens, a boy in the city and a girl in the countryside... This is a small town girl? Living in a small town world. <laughs> are able... <laughs> Thank you. Well, she will take the midnight train going to meet him eventually uh-huh. towards okay. the climax as they race towards each other. Aww. But that's towards the that's climax. Cute. Yeah. So, <laughs> the reason these two... Um, Exists, uh-huh. not exist, but after the meteor happens, whenever they go to sleep, they wake up as the other person. Is this what happens in Final Fantasy Seven? I think this is thirteen. Okay. <laughs> so wait, they swap lives? Yes. So the girl wakes up in the boy's body, and uh-huh. the guy wakes up Got in it. the girl's body. Okay, that makes sense. And then, do is the plot about them basically dealing with this and learning from it? Yes. Or is the plot about them trying to figure out the mystical reason why this is happening? One, figure out why this is happening. And both? two, both of them want a life outside of their own. Got it. And so this is how they essentially kind of live it, partially. Right. Until, you know, they realize that they don't want to live it anymore and have to swap back. At least that's what I assume is going on because, you know, Right, because movies. we haven't seen it because it's not in English yet. Right, but movie logic dictates. <laughs> movie logic dictates. That's, yeah, what that's probably what that's about. Okay, sounds all right. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, looks good uh, from the Japanese trailer I saw. Cool. So, check it out, April 7th. Cool. Okay. All right, let's move on to television. 
Yes, why not? Uh, actually, sports. 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 That's the sports to catch up on here. First off, congratulations to Clemson for beating Bama. Yeah. Uh, uh, for the NCAA football we collegiate def- champions. We definitely didn't call that. No. <laughs> actually, we all hoped for it, but nobody saw that coming. Yeah. Because everyone thought Bama was powerhouse Bama. Yeah. But hey. The Crimson Tide. Yes. Roll Tide. Rolled over on its back. Apparently. Yes, they had a lot of turnovers. Yeah, snap turnover. Yeah, you think of the belly. Snap turnover. Uh, so yeah, the Clemson yes. won. Uh, what else? Um, other things that happened include the weekend playoffs. The weekend? Like yes. The, like Starboy? No. Okay. No, this past weekend we had the <laughs> divisional playoffs. Of football. Of football. You should say the first sport oh. that you're talking about. Sorry, we're still on football. NFL. The NFL. The National yes. Football League. The National League. Football League. Yes. Um, playoffs happened. Playoffs? Uh, yep. Green Bay narrowly beats Cowboys in a astonishing finish. Yeah. On the leg of Crosby and the arm of Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, we also have the Steelers winning, surprisingly. Yeah. By not scoring a touchdown. <laughs> 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 they won on six straight field goals. Hey, you know what? Whatever gets you there. Well, you know, it, it's kind of cheap when you play the Texans. Well, not the Texans. Uh, shit, who they play? The other team. I'm just going to let you thank you. I think it's funny. Why? Do you know? I think it, I think it is the Texans. No, though, because no. Texans played um, the Patriots. Then who else is in this? Yeah. Oh, by the way, Patriots won. No shocker there. Oh yeah. Who else is in this thing? Atlanta. Uh, that's NFC. Atlanta won. Yeah. So it's be Atlanta, Green Bay, and, and then, then the other game is um, Steelers, Patriots. Those Pittsburgh are your Patriots. top four. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't matter who that other team is because they're losers. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so your pick. <laughs> So your picks is it is it? Oh, my picks for the Super Bowl is it Atlanta, New England? Oh, the Chiefs! Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Doctor. It's the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yes. Thank you. Yes, Matt, uh, Matt Smith or Matt Smith. Matt Smith. Decent. No. The Doctor. Sam Smith. No. <laughs> All right. This is, football's getting weird. I don't know. <laughs> yes, the, the the Chiefs played the Steelers. I hear that dome is bigger sp- on the inside than it is on the outside. <laughs> All right. Anyways, anyway. uh, so your pick um, is it Atlanta, New England? Yes, that's my pick. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, we'll see. I if mean, Aaron Rodgers pulls another miracle, then maybe. Yeah, he's I, done it twice. So I'm not going to count Aaron Rodgers out. Apparently on not. We can't anymore. No. However, um, Atlanta has been good the past five years, and I'd like to see them actually get their. Yeah, I think they deserve it. Yeah. However, if that's, however Aaron Rodgers, that's your. However, though, if that's your matchup. Do they beat Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Yeah, I don't know. No, that's he, Walker. That's his game. The Super yes. Bowl is that man's game. So who knows? I don't know. I mean, he was super excited when the Giants were were gonna eliminate him. <laughs> yes, true. I bet. I bet he had a little party. Him and Giselle, just like just just pop just champagne at the TV. that night. Just at the TV rooting for the yeah. Packers. Yeah. Can you imagine that? <laughs> He's rooting for the Packers, and he ends up playing the Packers. <laughs> that would be cruel. Uh, we'll see. 
We'll see. Um, yeah, otherwise, either way, actually, it could be an interesting Super Bowl this yep. year. Which is not a sentence I said last week when I thought New York was going to win. <laughs> so there's that. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, other sports news. The LA Clippers remain undefeated in 2017. Clip, clip, clip. clip. Yeah, I know. The reason, only reason why I know this is because every day at work we get these ad emails from Papa John saying that we have 50% off of pizza because, because the Clippers, Clippers won. won. Yes. And it's like, dude, if they're going to do this, <laughs> they might as well just cut their prices in half permanently because <laughs> yeah. it seems like this ain't ending anything. Since the yet. start of the new year, they're the only team that has not lost. Nice. Yeah, so they remain undefeated this year. Um... So congratulations, LA Clippers. Don't mean a thing if you ain't got that ring. Sure. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Other In oh, LA sports news, we should probably cover this. Oh, yeah. In LA sports news, the Chargers are coming to LA. So, yes. After 55 years of being in a San Diego team, since the inception of the AFC, the, the Chargers are moving yes. to Los Angeles. And in the span of two years, LA has gone from zero teams to two teams. To my to my favorite favorite name of all the branded stadiums. The StubHub Center? The StubHub Center. Which is, in fact, the smallest stadium NFL team we played. Wow. They are, at least by my accounts, the <laughs> L.A. Chargers of Carson. <laughs> yes. The L.A. Chargers of Carson. Just like they're the L.A. Rams of Inglewood. Inglewood. Well, so, well, when the stadium opens up, it'll be in Inglewood. So there is basically... They're, they're going to do what the, the New York does and share the stadium. Yeah. When that thing opens up in 2019. Right. 1819. Yeah. So, until that happens. Also, they uh, revealed their new logo. Yes. Which kind of sucks. Lane. Yeah. Yes. It's all right, but kind of sucks. Yep. Um, other sports news. Well, this is more for me. Robert Mathis <laughs> retires. Just for you. For the Colts. Uh-huh. And also retiring. Did you just cross yourself? Yes. Carl Edwards. <laughs> Also retiring. experience. They're my team, bro. <laughs> yes, for sure. Also retiring, Carl Edwards of NASCAR. Okay. He drove the number 20 car. Got it. Oh, and uh, <laughs> the Rams got a new coach. Should we talk about that? Um, no. No? <laughs> All right. Well, because Chargers also got a new coach, so we've got to talk about that, too. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, We're not on. here to talk about sports. Yeah. We're here to so. talk about TV. Yeah, what else do we have? Just stuff that happens on TV. Right. Um, uh, or not on TV, as Star Trek Discovery will be. All right. So we got a bunch of news uh, this past week about Star Trek Discovery. One, it is set to begin shooting on January 24th in Toronto. We knew it was going to be shooting in Toronto. We now have a set date of when they're going to be shooting. Cool. Number two, James Frain. Co. No. <laughs> no. James Frain. Okay. Uh, best known as recently playing the mayor a.k.a. Azrael, in the series Gotham. If you say so. He will play Spock's father. And Spock's father will have a, pr- a prominent role in Star Trek Discovery. Huh, okay. Uh, and three. Because it's shooting so late, it will no longer make its release date of May. Got it. So, current release date is unknown. However, it will still be airing on CBS Access. <laughs> Which is still a weird name. Still a weird name. Yes. But it could be the way people are going in the trend of cord cutting, which is the trend of my next topic. All right. A new poll shows that 41% of U.S. adults 
said that they plan to either cut back or cut the cord completely by next year. Okay. Uh, also, more than 52% of all video views were generated on mobile devices. That makes sense. In, in the third quarter of last year. Yeah. Uh, while weekly mobile video has gone up almost by almost four hours over the past four years, the same amount of time TV viewing has dipped by two and a half hours. So more people are actually watching or streaming stuff on the go. Mm-hmm. Because who has time to stay at home anymore? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's kind of how it's going. All right, I mean, if you're gonna, if you could take the train or the bus, and in that span of time watch an episode, yeah, then just sitting there to listening to music or watching on a treadmill, yeah, or watching your car, watching in bed, watch on a plane, <laughs> bed, in bed, in bed. That's what I do. <laughs> In your bed, in your bed, no. streaming, streaming, <laughs> no. streaming, bing, bing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I think also, I think this is um, a long overdue kind of fu to the cable companies. Yeah. That have been reaming us for money for such a long time. Right. When you have uh, streaming options yeah. like CBS Access, like Netflix, like Hulu, like the Fox app, where you don't have to have a set schedule when you want to watch your shows. Yeah. You can watch them on your own time in and in your own place or wherever you can. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. It Just makes go sense. all over the place. So yeah, of course it's going this direction. Right. But yeah, cool to have some numbers. Yeah. Alright. Let's talk about some actual TV shows here. Okay. Uh, first up, uh, Tangled. Wait, what? That's not a television show. We'll get a or TV movie. is it? <laughs> okay. Let me say this. Let me say the news here. Okay. Good God. Tangled will be well. You heard. Yes. Is actually a TV movie called Tangled Before Ever After. Right. Right. So the movie Tangled will be will get its own. So it's a sequel series. to Tangled, but it's also a prequel to the movie Ever After. No. Okay. Ever After is completely different. <laughs> I know. Anyway. Yes. So there'll be a sequel to Tangled. We probably get a sequel to Tangled. However, cool. this will be an animated on television. On TV. Well, I'm pretty sure the other original was animated too. Well, yes, <laughs> but it's not gonna have that high quality though. Yeah, it's a different style. Yes, it's it's the Disney TV animation. Sure. Yes. Much like uh, was was that the one the uh the princess that they did? Star versus the forces of no 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 the other one. Uh, Princess Sophia. Yes, Princess Sophia. It's much in the style of that. Got it. Uh, it's called Tangled Before Ever After. Right. It will premiere on the Disney Channel in March. Before Ever After. No. <laughs> Before Tangled. <laughs> Probably. The series. Yes. Yes. Tangled will be getting a series. And also, that's also happening. That's also we happening. We previously reported that. Yes. Yes. That is uh, confirmed and in production. Right. Um, also... Currently in production, uh, the Wizard of Lies. What? Starring Robert De Niro. <laughs> okay. As Bernie Madoff. Oh, got it. Yes, this is the HBO movie. I forgot what he did. Ponzi scheme. That was a joke. He was supposed to say he made off with all my money. With all our money. That's the joke. Yeah, but that joke doesn't made off. 
That doesn't pay off. That didn't either. Keep going. <laughs> so yes, this uh, a so, so Bernie Madoff uh, yes. biopic. Yes, HBO movie Bernie Madoff mm-hmm. coming in May. Yep. Uh, but for other HBO series, we won't wait that long. As last week tonight returns uh, February twelfth. I thought you were going to talk about the young Pope for a second there. No. But yes, last week tonight returns. Yes, last week tonight <laughs> returns February twelfth. Why are we talk about the young Pope? Because that came that debuted on Sunday. Oh, did it? Yeah, that thing's out. You can oh. watch the first episode of The Young Pope. Oh yeah. If you really want to. If you want to. I don't know. Jude, Jude Law seems good in it, but I have zero interest in watching it. Yeah. He's a young pope. I'm not Catholic enough <laughs> to watch it. That's all I know about that thing. He's Jude Law's a... young pope. No, no. And he's the first American pope. He's an American pope. Okay. Anyways. But Connie's our American god. No, he's just a god. Oh. Um. Oh, he's a rap god. Sits. No, that's Eminem. That's Eminem. Okay, keep going. <laughs> uh, All right, guys. <laughs> other uh, TV news <laughs> includes uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, I, I saw this today. Yes, his hit show, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Sponsored by Acura. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Was it one time at least. Uh, well, might not be getting sponsored anymore. Because? It's moving. Oh, oh it's, it's going, Cars, too. Yes. But it's also that he made a deal with Netflix. The Netflix. Yep. The uh, Netflix. Yes, Jerry Seinfeld and his show Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee yeah. will be bringing 24 new episodes exclusively to Netflix starting late 2017. This is smart. Also, subsequent installments in the following year, and so on and so on. Yeah. Basically, more seasons. So basically, Jerry Seinfeld signed his life away to Netflix. Well, he previously signed his life away to Sony and yeah. Crackle. <laughs> yeah, but I guess he figured out that that's not where the money is. He also figured out that's not where everyone's watching. Well, the, or, those two things are correlated. Yes. <laughs> Turns out. If you want to watch your show, people watch your show, put it on the Netflix. Yeah, put it on the Netflix. Or the Hulu. Meet me on the Netflix. Yes. So, yeah, uh, that's cool. Um, I've always kind of thought that might be funny. From the sippets that I keep yeah. seeing in Crackle commercials, okay. it looks funny, but I've never been one to actually go to Crackle. Crackle's free. I know it's free. It's on the PlayStation. <laughs> we could literally yeah. download and watch it because it's Sony. No desire to. Right. Because what else would we do with Crackle? Watch new episodes of Sports Jeopardy? Oh, yeah, Sports Jeopardy. <laughs> Sports Jeopardy is on Crackle. Sports Jeopardy is on Crackle. It is. But we see, we see it on here, though, on the PlayStation View. Yeah, I know. But. New episodes. Uh, but that's not all this deal includes. Okay. Uh, the deal will also... Also, the Crackle, crackle is a delicious um, uh, candy bar made by uh, Nestle. No, no. That's Crunch. That's the Hershey, Hershey's Crackle is the equivalent to Nestle Crunch. That's right. Yes. Hershey's yes. Crackle. Nestle Crunch and Hershey's Crackle. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this deal, Netflix deal, uh, will also get 59 older episodes. Right. Uh, which already had their first runs on Crackle. Right, so if you if you haven't seen them, they're new to you. Right. Uh, I think that was a, a quote by something. That's That was the old thing that NBC used to say when they were running an, um, a, a must-see TV rerun. Yes, if you haven't seen if it. If you haven't seen it, it's new to you. Yeah, I know I heard that too. Yeah, that, that's, that's where I got that from. Yes. It, it seemed fitting, seeing as yes. Seinfeld. Anyways. 
Anyways, uh, that's how all this deal includes. Yeah. There's more. Yeah. There's, There's more. more. There's more. The TV was over, but they keep putting more TV on it. But it's, it's more than just comedians and cars getting coffee. It's more than that. It's more than that. I can't believe it. You can't believe it. It's yeah. Jerry Seinfeld getting back on stage doing a stand-up comedy show. No way. No way. Okay. Yes. Right. Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh... Is that so? That was, that was our Seinfeld bit. That's all we got. Anyways. Thank goodness. That's as high as our Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, it would just keep escalating from there and you didn't want to see that. Yeah, so uh, (laughs) Jerry Seinfeld has actually recorded and already filmed two stand-up specials that will premiere on Netflix. Oh, cool. Which I think will do better than a bunch of their other uh, (laughs) stand-ups that they're doing. I'm looking at you, Michael Che. (laughs) You're barely paying attention to that thing. That's true. Anyway... Anyways, uh, lastly in uh, TV news, NBC has given the green light, or 10-episode order, for the revival of a comedy series. What comedy series? The one that they ran during the election. Oh, yeah, I saw this. So... Oh, God. (laughs) Apparently, that 10-minute... Speaking of... ...sketch of Go Out to Vote done by Will and Grace Mm -hmm. was enough... To get a 10-episode order by NBC. Speaking of NBC's must-see TV, or more accurately, thinking of how desperate NBC is right now yep. for, quality, for content. They want to revive it. So yeah, Will and Grace coming back for 10 episodes. Yep. And if it's anything like the last few seasons of the original run of Will and Grace, there's going to be a different, like three different guest stars in every one. I don't know. This is apparently the original showrunners returning to, yeah. to do it. And uh, uh, James Burroughs returning to direct. Right. But that being said, though, that's all I remember about that show, was they just got so heavy with the guest stars, because there was nothing else to do with that premise. Right. And they just kept, like, it dragged on for eight seasons like that. But it's, yeah, but the last time it was on air was in 2004? Sure. That sounds sick. 96 to 04? Yeah, it pretty much lasted as long as... Friends, yeah, did. they ended about the same time. Yeah, which is a four. So, yeah, huh. so it's been twelve years, thirteen. Yeah, thirteen years. It's just, it just, it just seems like such a weird. I mean, there's things you could do with that show now that would be different that you couldn't do then. But, but I just don't is that know... going to be funny though? Yeah, can you do that kind of show? Can anymore? you do gay jokes and have to be funny? I mean, I mean, well. I mean, what I, I think the way to phrase that is, is can you have that premise and actually make it socially relevant and funny? Cause well, the if, 10 minute skit they did was okay. Yeah, because it was pretty much, they had something to riff on. It wasn't necessarily about the characters. It was about, let's, let's make jokes about what is happening here. Right. And I think that this, though, they have to go fully into... Where where are these characters such with the years have that passed? How do we kind of fill in the gap between what's happened over the last like few years, like ten years? So in in the famous words of Axl Rose, <laughs> "Where do we go now? Yes. Oh, where do we go now? Yeah. Where do we go now? Oh, I, 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 yeah. That's pretty much how I'm feeling. Um, I don't know. Um, I just don't think that this is a nostalgia move, and I don't think that that's going to work out for them. 
If it's going to get people to tune into NBC... We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And you can see it eventually. There's no set date on this. Yeah. Basically, they just say, hey, you guys want to do this? Okay, we'll give you the green light. Yeah, they have to shoot it first. They got to write it first. Yeah, they have to produce it. Yeah. So it's going to be a bit. Yeah. Uh, Look for it next year, I'd say. Probably. Maybe they can get it before sweeps in the fall? Probably not. Next year. Yeah. Depends how fast they go. They've got stuff to do this year. Yeah. That Powerless show is coming up. Powerless? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the comedy Powerless show. Yeah, they, they've been uh, plugging it. Okay. Lately. I gotta record that. That's still, yeah, interesting concept. Yes. I, I feel like we should give that a try. Oh, I'll give that a try. Yeah. Yes. Uh, speaking of shows we gave a try. Okay. Should we talk about Lemony Stickets? Uh, or yeah, should we, we, we can finish it? briefly talk about it. I mean... I don't like it! It exists. It exists and I don't like it. So, to be clear, it's the Netflix series version of Series of Unfortunate Events based on the book. Yes. Which is also books, from the so movie the series that, that starred Jim Carrey. Well, yeah. It seems like they're treating that as if that movie didn't exist. Right. This is just a straight up adaptation of the books. Right. So, we did not... We did not read the books, correct? Correct. So, we don't have the nostalgia here that I think somebody would if they... Read the books. Had read the books. That being said, I vaguely know what the books are about. I was around people my age who had read them and were avid readers of them, enjoyed them. From what I understand, it is a series of an unfortunate event. You don't say. I don't say. I actually thought it's an okay production. I think Neil Oh, production-wise, I like it. Yeah, it's shot pretty well. It's. I think it had its moments where I was like, okay, that's clever. That's funny. I mean... The way it's shot clearly looks like it's in a studio setting. <laughs> yeah, but... But it also kind of looks like it's in a play setting, which is weird. But slightly works for it. I mean, yeah, I, I enjoyed what I saw of it. And that, yeah. that's even coming from not... I don't have the nostalgia. Right. So I don't know. From production value, I like it. So I think, I think basically, I think what all we really can say here is that if you enjoy... If you read the books, if you have any sort of, like... If that resonates with you, yes, that they're making this, then check it out because it's actually a really well done version of it, from what I can tell. Yes, it stars uh, Neil Patrick Harris, um, who does a great counter off. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I have nothing to compare it to. Yeah, I didn't see the movie either. So comparing him to Jim Carrey, it's eh. kind of the same thing. I mean, I prefer him over Jim Carrey any day, uh-huh. pretty much across the board. So. Okay. I might be biased there. A little bit biased. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like there's probably not a whole lot we can say. No, because we don't know. Like, we have no... We have no context. So. We have no horse in the race. Yeah, that too. So yeah, check it out if you liked those books at all. Um, it yeah. seems like a well done series. So it's four... It's four... Eight. It's eight episodes. So the first four books are covered in these. Because yes. it's two episodes per, per book. book. Yes. And then the second round will be later two. this year yes and that will be the rest of the books correct okay so right now coming the first half okay um from a story wise they're they're going thorough on these books yeah apparently good. that's what it looks like seems pretty faithful yeah um however that does mean that i still didn't like the story <laughs> i have a problem with the story i have a problem with just these series of unfortunate events happening and the fact that for some reason they make the kids smarter than all of the adults. I mean, I actually kind of like that because I was thinking about this in the car today. I don't know why. But I was thinking about 
for some for something in that thing resonated and i don't know why and so i've been thinking about it a lot today and i don't know i can't really explain it i'm like almost kind of want to finish watching it because i've been thinking about it yeah finish, finish and it's because it. it's, it's an interesting parallel thing to harry potter because you know that's all that was always the comparison because right. they, were, they were kids book kids book series that existed at the same time right and so it was an easy comparison to make but the more the more i think about it it's like it's so different from harry potter whereas like harry potter is still ostensibly about the kids like fighting against like something bigger than them but it's also about the kids interpersonal relationships and it gets into like the adolescent stuff and it gets kind of that's the stuff i didn't like about harry potter when it became like oh harry potter is angsty oh he's into this girl but this girl doesn't like him or Oh, Harry Potter she, trying to be real? Or, or Emma Watson has a crush on so-and-so. I know that's not her name in the book. <laughs> like, has a crush on so-and-so, but he gets killed in the... It's like, I hated that stuff. I didn't want to read any of that stuff. And I was like, this is boring. These books are boring. I don't... I have to finish this because I have to. I don't want to read these. Whereas this is like, oh, these are smart kids figuring it out for themselves, doing... The, do, like, being intelligent... And beating the adults on their own terms. That's a, that's appealing to me. Yes, but at the same time, I feel like they made either the kids too smart or the adults too dumb. I'm kind of into that idea. I don't know. And not all the adults are dumb. It seems like that some of the adults are portrayed where it's like, well, they're, they're reasonable. It's just the Count Olaf seemed like he's just, yeah, he's just a one, he has a one track mind. But even the the judge was easily tricked. Uh, by the way, surprise uh, <laughs> appearance. Yes. By um, what's her name? John Cusack. Cusack. Yes. John Cusack. Jones Cusack. Yeah, surprised me. Uh, <laughs> I thought she was pretty good actually. But yeah. Anyways. Anyway, it's a silly thing. It probably means a lot more if you read the book. So yes, if you're it, into this yeah. thing, you're you might like it. Not, check it out. You're not. It's yeah, check it out. Check it out. New Netflix thing. So if you like their other original, watch series, the first two episodes. Try it. because that covers one book. If you, if you don't want to watch more than that, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you know, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Netflix. Netflix. Yep. All right. The backbone of our program here. Backbone. Yep. Oh, okay, so let's get right to the renewals. We're, yeah. we're easily going to run over here. Move on. Yeah, we're not going to hit an hour. I told you we wouldn't. We saw video games, and we need to talk about video games this week. Yeah. So. All right. So, uh, renewals and dies. Yes. Uh, American Horror Story. Yeah. It's a second. Gets it's, two seasons. Because they a second season? I think that already yeah. happened. Man. Gets two more seasons, making yeah. it run through season nine in 2019. All right, predict uh, names right now. American Horror Story... Ragnarok. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll accept that. And then season nine will be American Horror Story. New Mexico. <laughs> what? Area 51. Yeah. The moon. Area 51. Lunar. Lunar? It's Yeah, it's on the moon. Eclipse. It's on the moon. Breaking Dawn. <laughs> okay. Anyways... <laughs> Okay. Anyways. That's uh, been renewed. Yeah, that's been renewed. What else? Um, Atlanta has been, gets a season two. Of course it does. Yeah. Hot off of the uh, Golden Globe wins. Yes. However, it has been delayed to okay. 2018. Oh, okay. So it's because, be because of Dom Lover. Oh, is he going on a tour? 
No. No? If you remember, he's playing Lando Cardissian. Oh, right. Lando Cardissian. Star Wars. Shooting the Star Wars. That's right. Yep. So, yeah, I guess that kind of... So, he kind of has a busy schedule. Yeah, kills that, doesn't it? Yeah, seeing as that movie is supposed to come out 2018. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, so, yeah, that thing will come back next year. Yep. Also, this deal includes a production deal for Donald Glover to produce more series for FX. Cool. Good for him. So, wherever he wants to bring up his little mind. Little entrepreneur... Yep. Going on there. <laughs> He's kind of exploding everywhere. That's and there. Disgusting. And there. And there. And there. It's gross. It's a little bit everywhere. It's gross. I'm going to eat a chip. That's how gross that is. All right. Uh, other series. Drunk History will get a fifth season. Uh, Startup. Speaking of Crackle. Startup will get a second season. Okay. Somebody's watching. Uh, Drunk History, by the way. Comedy Central. Yeah. Uh, Good Behavior show on TNT will get a second season. Okay. And lastly, Portlandia yep. will get an eighth season. But it will be its last. Yes. Uh, yep, they announced that that, that will, will be, be the in, last season of Portlandia next in season. In 2018. Right. Uh, aren't there other new season right now? Uh, season 7 airs currently, yes. Uh, yes. On Thursday nights? Yes, on IFC. On IFC, yeah. Yes. So next year will be their... Last season. Last season, their bow, their swan yep. song. Yeah, I mean, that fits. Eight seasons is usually... That's a good round number. Yeah. And it's but a sketch show. The fact that it's able to go for eight seasons... Well, because it's a sketch show. Yeah. They can pretty much do whatever the hell they want with that thing. And right. they do. <laughs> they <Yes>. really do. <laughs> and lastly, um, the regular show had its final episode. It did, Yes. I did not watch that thing. I, was, I, not, I almost did. I was like, I'm curious to see how that they wrap up, wrap that show up. So it's such I, a weird show. It is, and I I, watched I like the it. Ending. I, I like it, but it's just something that I don't. I don't feel like I need to see all of it. So I've never seen an episode of this, really, except for the last like five minutes of the last episode. There is one episode that of that thing that I think you'd enjoy, probably. It's been on for 10 seasons. I'm sure there's at least one episode. There, there's one episode that specifically they have a battle of formats. <laughs> an actual format war. Okay. Where there's like a VHS fighting a DVD <laughs> and like a laser disc. Okay. It's amazing. That, that show is pretty good. But because it doesn't tell a linear story. Yes. Like the other Cartoon Network stuff. It kind of just does its thing. I think this recent season is an exception to that rule because I there's space and ye- there's some, some some sort of plot. Yes. Also, but, I think the reason I keep getting turned off is because the main character is the characters boring. are a blue jay and a raccoon. Squirrel yeah, raccoon he's thing. like yeah, he's some sort of raccoon thing. Yeah, I don't know. I get to interact with actual people. So yes and no. Yes and no. There it's are real weird. people in this universe, but there are also like Anim- animals, and there are also yes. inanimate objects. There's no rules apparently about what can be a thing, like a right. But it's called the regular show. Yeah, which is also weird to me. Which the whole, per- of course, that is that ironic. is the, the joke. It's, yes. yes, it's yeah, it's not. Yes, it's <laughs> no way a regular show. No, it's definitely not. I mean, yeah, uh, there's a lot. That's cool about that show. It's sad to see it go, but I feel like it also kind of was around for a while. Yeah. So it checks out. Yep. But yeah. All right. Cool. So that ended. 
the, lo- the more regular show mm-hmm. episodes. Um, other things that ended, or people that ended, William Peter Blatty. Okay. The name age, sounds familiar. Age 89. He was a novelist. Okay. And a screenwriter. Got it. He also won an Oscar okay. in 1974. Name that movie. I don't know. It's a horror movie. I don't know. About a little girl. You have to be more specific. And a preacher. Keep going. And the devil. Just say it. The Exorcist. <laughs> okay, so he wrote The Exorcist. He wrote The Exorcist. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> uh, he's okay. also the writer-director of The Exorcist 3. Oh, okay. Yes. But yes, uh, screenwriter of The Exorcist. Won the Oscar for The Exorcist. Died. Okay. Um, other notes of death. David Modell. Okay. Age 56. Former owner of the Baltimore Ravens. Huh. From 1996 when they moved to 2004. Most recently, he was the chairman for Threality Digital. Which is a 3D entertainment company providing image capturing through his broadcast for consumers. Oh, neat. Yep, real interesting. Also, and then lastly, we have Richard Gautier, or Dick Gautier, aged 85, actor and voice actor. He was the robot in Get Smart and played multiple Transformers in the animated series. Oh, okay. So, robot voices. Yep. And, Good skill to have. Uh, well, that wasn't the last one. My bad. The last one is Eugene Cernan, age 82, astronaut for the Apollo 10 and Apollo 17 missions. Okay. Most famously known as the last man to walk on the moon. Oh, wow. Okay. We're running out of astronauts here. We really are. They're, yeah. I think it's we just happening. have Buzz Aldrin yelling at the moon still. Yep, still. <laughs> They'll be the first and last person to walk on the moon for a while. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, we'll see. I don't know. SpaceX. Yeah. Yeah. Making it happen over there. So. Uh, see. Well, they're launching. They mm-hmm. just gotta be able to launch back. <laughs> right now, they're having a failure to launch. The movie. No, no, the Wakanda. Because everyone's going, kind of, hey, 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 hold up here. <laughs> <laughs> but they're saying everything's all right, all right, all right. Uh, you can tell this podcast is going along. Oh. <laughs> Our jokes are getting way worse. All right. So that does it for television, which means we get to talk about the big story for the week. Music. No. Oh. So, well, okay, we're coming up on an hour here, so I guess it's right on time we talk about this. Yeah, we have to. Yep. So, we're going to talk about the NX. We're going to switch topics. And talk about the NX. Talk about video games. Yes. So, so the NX. Last week, we talked about how... The NX. We were looking forward to... The NX. Nintendo. The NX. Announcing... The NX. Or at least more accurately, revealing more details about their new game console. The NX. The Switch. <laughs> Damn it, stop that. Uh, so the Nintendo Switch had its big coming out party. It came uh, out. It came out. It did. Yes. Um, so we know a lot more about that thing than we did previously. Yes. We know what games are coming out for it, give or take. 
um, both launch and launch window. And we have an idea of when the thing's coming out and for how much. Would you like to just read my notes? Sure. I okay. can read your notes here. All right. Right Although I probably could just recite this. Um, so, yeah, March 3rd. Yep. We three, knew it three. was going to be a March release. We now know it's the 3rd. So, first week of March, you can get your hot little hands on that thing. Or probably not, because Nintendo probably won't make enough. Which um, means you got to pre-order it now, now, now. For the total price of $299.99. 50 bucks more than we predicted last week. Right, because we said it was going to come in at the same price as a PlayStation or Xbox at $250. Yeah, now... This sounds a lot, which it is, but wait until you hear what this thing does. So that's the thing. There was a lot of things that we didn't know that were revealed to this thing. First of all, this will be Nintendo's first region-free console. Right. Which their we... handhelds have previously been region-free, but their home consoles have not. The Wii U and the Wii were famously locked down. You could not import games and play them. However, now you can. Yep. Switch games purchased in Japan will work in an American Switch and vice versa. So get those eBay accounts going. So the actual console itself is a tablet, of course. It's a 6.2-inch yes. touchscreen. Yep, that's new news we got. We confirmed it is a touchscreen. Yes. It is. Uh, it plays 1280 at, by 720, so you can run that thing in 1080p. Uh, 1080p when it's when docked. When it's docked on the television, it'll run in 720p regular when it's undocked, when it's in your hot little hands. What that just means is that it's HD no matter what. Whether you're getting 1080 yeah. or 720, you're getting HD it's screen. HD screen. Unlike the Wii U, which was a sub-HD kind of thing, Yes, this is not that. Which was up I believe. Yeah, it was it was up-resed on the television, yeah. down-resed on the, the handheld. Yes. Um, it contains, of course, two Joy-Cons, which are the controllers that snap onto the sides of the tablet. So these we learned a lot more about. The Joy-Cons are special. This is where the money comes in. So these things have a lot of buttons. More buttons than we thought. There are shoulder buttons on this thing. They are hidden when they're snapped on to the, um, to the, 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 tablet. the tablet. They have like harder shoulder buttons for the tablet use. But when they're unclicked, little SR and SL buttons are hanging out in the sides of those things, in the interior. So that kind of makes it a full controller. So basically right. the... the you have all the buttons on that that you do on the Pro Controller. So technically, every console will come with two controllers. They're just mini Joy-Con controllers, but two nonetheless. So these things have gyroscopes and accelerometers in them. That means that they work like Wii Remotes did. There's a lot of motion control yep. involved. They also have a couple of things that are new. One thing that Nintendo wanted to emphasize was HD rumble. Yes. Which is basically feedback, haptic feedback stuff. That can apparently be so sensitive that they compared it to being able to tell how many ice cubes are in a glass. And able to shake it and tell. Yeah, so I don't Which know exactly how it is a weird comparison? Works. It is a weird thing. I didn't really get the metaphor they were trying to do. But later, I heard listen to a podcast where we're talking about one of the 1-2 Switch, which we'll get to later. Yes. Uh, minigames is a game where you guess how many balls are in a cup. Oh. So this is an actual minigame that they okay. developed. So I guess that's the closest thing. Yeah. So yeah, anyways, HD Rumble is supposed to make you feel more specific and subtle things than Rumble has been done. Has what if for like when they do this uh, game coming out, Skyrim, it's the weight of like a sword. Yeah, they could do something like that. Do something like that. Or with the, even with the new Link. Uh, even with the new, uh, new uh, Zelda game coming out, yeah. the intensity of a bow yeah. or the... Swing of a sword. There's or stuff like they up can against do. A, a tree. Oh, yeah. That rumble thing is very key to these Joy-Cons. Yeah. 
The other thing is IR sensors. Now, when you say IR, you typically think, oh, it's a remote control. This time, this is a little different. Yes. So what this allows is depth perception, you could say, of a sensor. So what you it can is, see is if something's in front of it and how far away it is. It is the Wii bar without the bar. Yeah, no sensor bar. Yeah, they got rid of the sensor bar, but you still have the Wii sensor, which so, is amazing. Yeah. The best example that I heard for this thing was that there's a mini game with a sandwich. There's a sandwich eating <laughs> mini game. And so the sandwich is on the television screen. You don't see it physically, but you're holding one of the Joy-Cons in your hand. And you have to start on the end of the sandwich. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Go, go, go yeah. like this. There we go. There you go. So you start at the end of the sandwich and you chomp. And on the screen, your guy is chomping forward because the sensor can tell how close you're getting to the Joy-Con. Should I stand up for this? Ha 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 ha. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> you follow on the screen until this the sandwich <laughs> is completed and your mouth is next to the Joy-Con. You get the idea. So that's what that thing is. Sandwich, everybody. Again, could be really cool. Um, so yeah, you get two of those. Um, one of the versions of the uh, Switch will come in colors. The Joy-Cons will be in blue and red on one of the editions of the Switch. Or you can get standard gray. gray. Yeah. Um, now, if you want to get multiple of these, uh, get, yeah. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yes. Um, so yeah, anyways, the other things included in this thing are wrist straps for those um, for those Joy-Cons because right. they do have motion control. So, so you we remote style strap-ons. Additionally, those, those straps do have some, an extender for those shoulder buttons to make them more comfortable as well. Right, so the Joy-Con comes a little bit bigger and probably more handheld size. Yeah. Of course, it's HDMI. Of course, there's a power adapter. Yeah, of course, it's Wi-Fi compatible. Up to eight, compa eight, eight uh, switches can interact with each other too. So you can have local multiplayer by kind of wireless landing them right i don't think anybody's ever gonna do that but you can now one thing i saw though was everyone they had, they had the actually set up in their model of four people set up doing a four-player multiplayer mm -hmm. but on the screen it would still have the four-player cross on it yeah so yeah you could you could do that yeah. because you have two joy cons per control per per system in theory, you could even technically, I don't see why you couldn't, sync up other Joy-Cons to the same yes. Switch. They really haven't gone into depth about how many permutations of controllers you can have. But yeah, we'll see. It's interesting how much they can do with Splatoon 2 and how many people yeah. can actually get on that when you do local multiplayer. But we'll talk about that in a moment yeah. here. Um, so yeah, the, Joy the Joy-Cons, as I mentioned earlier, have all the buttons that you'd expect. One of them, however, has a share button, or not? They're, they're not calling it share button, but it basically is uh, yes. the same concept. So this is how For you're going to take screenshots, and then later they said video. Yes. So both will be a thing. Um, so Nintendo also announced that this thing will have about two and a half to six hours of portable gameplay, and this is battery life, of course. Right. So the reason why it's a, such a range is because they gave the example of a game that's really intensive on the hard, 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 hard hardware, hardware, like Zelda, yes. will be closer to the three-hour range. Right. Whereas something that maybe like a light puzzle game, like a Candy Crush Saga or something, is going to be probably the one that can last six hours. Correct. Um, so the thir there's 32 gigabytes of internal storage in there. Uh, you can upgrade it with a 128 gigabyte SD card if you want. Yes. Like now they said micro SD card. Mm -hmm. However, with Toshiba, you can get an up to a two terabyte 
micro SD so card. Those exist. Mm-hmm. Those exist. The question is, is are Nintendo will support it? Because uh, as of as of this date, this podcast, the three DS does not support anything above one hundred twenty eight. Correct. That's so, why I limited on the notes to one twenty eight. So we'll see. So the next thing is kind of weird. Nintendo confirmed that there will be a service for online online play, uh, messaging, adding friends, and this will eventually be a pay service. But here's the catch. Yes. It's not on the system. There will be a smart device application, a smartphone app or a tablet app that you will use to interface with the online system. So matchmaking, messaging, friends lists will all exist, and chat voice chat will all exist, but will be through this application. Now, the reasoning for this is that they basically assume everyone has a smartphone. Yeah. They assume everyone who's going to have a Wii (laughs) or buy a Switch has a smartphone. So why waste hardware space and time developing it when you already have a smartphone? You can easily develop for that, like they're Mitomos. Yeah. Kind of. So that's how they're getting around it. Also, this is a clever way to do... um to do voice chat in a format that parents are a little more okay with. Yes. I think that there's a there's a thing that Nintendo wants to get away from, which is the terrible Call of Duty, you know, people calling people names and slurs and stuff over the internet. Yes. This is a way to distance that from it. This is closer to kind of like kids playing Minecraft, you know? Right. This is clo- This is where it's like, oh, they're on their phone anyways. They can call their friends anyways. This is a safe thing. They can only add people that they would add on their phones anyways. Also, it's an easy way to pay for it. Because if this is going to be a paid service, which it will be eventually, it'll yes. start free because it won't be complete. It'll launch. start free for the first yeah. six months, they said, roughly. Right. And, but that's because they need to finish it, essentially. Yes. Once it's feature complete. And this is similar to what Sony did, too, uh, with PSN. Is basically later they'll introduce a pay version when it becomes reasonable to charge for it. Yes. So, which became PlayStation Plus. So, yeah, that's kind of neat. But we'll see how that works. Um, now we get into the fun part, which is the games. The games! So Zelda Breath of the Wild is confirmed to be a launch game. So yes. We'll launch alongside. very judgmental. And the last thing they revealed. Judgmental? Yes. It was judging it? Yes, but we were judging it as to oh, whether or not it would be a launch out. Yeah. Whether or not it would even come out in the spring. So it did. So or it did. It, it is. will. Um, so yeah, that will be both a Wii U and a Switch release on March 3rd, the day yes. of the Switch launch. So look forward to that. Also confirmed was the one that I'm looking forward to. Super Mario Odyssey, which is a brand new Mario game for the Switch. Won't be released until the holiday. Right. But looks to be like not an open world, but like a sandboxy, like return to the Mario 64, Mario Sunshine kind of Mario game. So wide open levels, including what appeared to be a human city. Yes. With human-sized humans? That seems to be the base of it. New New Donk City, apparently. Okay. According to the signage in the background, that place is called New Donk City. I assumed it... <laughs> when I first year it came out, I assumed it was Donkey Kong. Because right. Because New Donk. New Donk City. there was Diddy something in the background. Yeah, sure. There, there could be Kongs involved. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there, and there was like... There was all sorts of crazy levels that they showed. And, and your hat! Your hat is alive. It's alive! There's a mechanic where you throw it, jump on it, to a pat, like to go through uh, go over long distances, it seems to have like a boomerang quality to it. 
And apparently, uh, according to one of the interviews, your hat can be interchangeable. Ooh. So, just like Mario 64 hats? There's a flight cap and metal cap? Probably. That'd be pretty good. So I'm looking forward to that. So if I am going to get one of these things, I'm going to wait till Mario comes out. Bundle up a holiday yeah. with the Mario. Yeah, that's. I think that that makes sense to me. Uh, because it's going to be impossible to get it on launch anyways. Yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, then they confer- They had a couple of new, brand new games, including, of course, the sequel to Splatoon, Splatoon 2. Yes. Although I am kind of sad they're not calling it Splatoon. Splatoon with a 2. Yes. Yeah, that would have been better. Um, where there's dual wielding in that thing. There's a dual pistol dual set up. Dual wielding. Um, Xenoblade 2, which is a sequel to the Z- X-, X Xenoblade Chronicles that came out on the Wii U last yes. year. And, of course, the original Xenoblade, which came out on a Wii. Um, that's going to be 2017 release. Splatoon, by the way, is in summer. Uh, you have the new punching game, Arms. Arms. Still a bad name. It's got, uh, what was it, Ribbon Girl and... Um, what was the guy's name? Spring. Spring, Spring Man. Man. Spring Man Rib- Ribbon Girl. Yes. And you can curve your remote. Yeah, you can use the gyroscopes to do yeah. that. Oh, yeah, and you don't have it on here, but 1-2-Switch, we should oh, mention. Yes, I did, I which is kind of their tech demo-y game, which is a, ser- uh, uh, a collection of mini-games that all have... Basically, gyro- this like, is their version of Wii Sports. Yeah, it's basically the Wii... Uh, the Wii U. Wow. The Switch Wii Sports, where it's basically like, what can we do with these right. Joy-Cons? Yeah, here's all the prototype stuff yeah. that we want to do and can do. So there's like a Western draw game where you have to be the first one to draw. There's um, there's a... Uh, there's a milk uttering thing. Yeah, milking game. There's the sandwich game the sandwich that I mentioned. Game. There's the guess the how many balls, balls game. There's also the... Um, uh, ping pong ping game pong. where you don't even have to look at the screen you just judge by the sound that is coming out of your controllers of the ball bouncing right and this is meant for you to look at the other person yes and not necessarily the screen itself all these games have that in common where they want to encourage person to person view as opposed to looking at the screen so you use sound cues from the television that is running the game but it does not require you to watch it there are stuff going on, but it's not important to the game. Anyways. Anyways. So that's pretty much all the games. Also, there's going to be a deluxe version of Mario Kart 8, uh, yes. which will include a squid driver and a couple of new tracks, as well as a new battle mode. Yes. So, yeah, that thing... Um, I don't know. How are you feeling on it? It's intense. Yeah. I didn't expect them to go so heavy with the motion control stuff. They opened with that and pretty much, like... Dedicated the first 30 days, 30 minutes of that thing yeah. to it. They opened with it, they led with it, and they made sure that you knew that this was similar to a Wii. Yeah, they definitely wanted to hammer that down. They And one of the things they opened with was that they were trying to combine all the, quote, best, unquote, aspects of all previous Nintendo platforms. Oh, the thing that you don't have here that we should mention. The Pro Controller? Uh, well, yeah, and also the Pro Controller. Uh Besides that, I thought the other important uh, thing that, that we should probably bring up is this, the thing they're doing about the free um, trial versions, essentially, of old games. Oh, yes. So every month they're going to have a free download of a classic Nintendo game. Of an NES or an SNES yeah. game. So Specifically. It will be free for that month. However, it does not work like PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live does. Where you do you not get to it, keep it. it. It goes away after the free period ends unless you choose to buy it. Right. Spend money on it. The other weird thing about this, and kind of the cool, exciting part about it, 
is that Nintendo has confirmed that on some of these games, they'll introduce new features. The example that they gave is that there could be a Super NES game that they introduce online play to. Hmm. So potentially for a month, and presumably once you pay for it too, you'd be able to play like a racing game, like a Top Gear on Super NES, against other people online. I don't know how they're going to do it, but it sounds awesome. Yeah. I play some multiplayer F-Zero. It's pretty cool. But yeah, so it's a cool idea, I think. Also, it kind of creates that internet zeitgeist kind of thing where everybody will be talking about a classic Nintendo game for a whole month. So it's like everybody they'll, they'll put out Super Super Metroid and everybody will be playing Super Metroid all at once. No, I know what would be good for this. Yeah. Either Quick Draw or Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt would be fun for that. Yeah. And everybody talking about Duck Hunt for like a yeah. month. That'd be great. So I just wanted to mention that. But other than that... Um, yes. Also, um, if you are in like a big family and you will need multiple controllers... They're expensive. They're, yes. So you can get a single Joy-Con... Just one. Just one. Left or right. <laughs> for forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Fifty bucks. Or you can get them both for eighty bucks. Eighty dollars so for another set of those things. Yes. You can also buy the base itself. Yeah. Which is interesting because you can use it not only as the base that it comes with, but also if you have multiple TVs in your house, mm-hmm. you can pick up multiple the bases. controller for multiple bases. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. They also sell. Um, the separate straps, the yeah. straps you can buy separately. They also are going to sell the um, Pro Controllers, which are also $80, I think? $70? $70. $70. And the Pro Controller is basically your equivalent to the, um, the PlayStation, PS4 pack. Yes. Yeah. You're the PlayStation or the Xbox controller. It looks like a traditional controller. Yeah. But we've talked enough about this Switch. Um, yeah, I mean that was the news. I think overall, I think they it was a good mission statement for that yes. thing. I think it's clear what they want that thing to be. However, will people buy into it? It's still kind of a jack of all trades, and that could not that may not be a good thing. Well, I'll tell you one thing: its investors don't think it's a good thing. Yeah, because following this and over the weekend, Nintendo stock dropped eight percent come Monday. I think, yeah, it's tricky because they want them to do safe things. Yes. The Switch is anything but safe. It's basically them hedging their bets on either people who remember the Wii to be way into it or people who want a proper Nintendo console again. Yes. That have been, that skipped out on the Wii U to buy it. And I don't know if either of them are sold yet. So we'll see. We'll we'll see. Okay. Yeah, this thing... This thing needs to launch first. They need to, yeah. to uh, they need to do about two million dollars in its first month. But I know I am going to own this thing because I want to play that Mario game. Yes. So bad. <laughs> I know you do. That looks amazing. You want to play more than the Zelda game? Way more than I have zero interest in Zelda. I want to play the crap out of that Mario game. I kind of want to play Splatoon. So I, I actually also want to try Splatoon since yeah. I skipped on Wii U. Yeah. That'll be an opportunity to play that. But yeah, other than that, the Mario game looks yeah. great. Yeah, it looks crazy. And good. If it's going to come out on holiday, it will rule the yeah. holiday. Yeah. Alright. Uh, well, there's other news besides there's other the companies Switch. besides Nintendo. Yes. It's out. Uh, including Kojima Productions. 
as they add yet another uh, former employee yep. of Kojima. No, not Kojima. Konami. Konami. Uh, they add Akira Sakamoto, who built the game engine for the last Metal Gear game. Well, Metal Gear that's 5. a good guy to get. Yep. <laughs> so basically, I think Kojima has pushed all his favorite people. Yep. As everybody expected he would. Yep. Uh, other game comp- uh, gaming companies include Guerrilla Cambridge being shut down wow. by Sony Studios. Okay. Now, Guerrilla Cambridge... Is responsible for the upcoming game, Horizon Zero Dawn. That's not a good sign. It is, but it isn't. Okay. Uh, the reason they're doing this is because it was a second office and they didn't need the extra space. Got it. They're actually downsizing everybody into their main office, which is where everybody who worked on the game. Got it. Uh, the closure was a result of restructuring in European companies. So they weren't the only ones being downsized. They were just the major one that got hit. That's cool. Um, oh, yeah, that's a huge thing. Um, I guess I have to talk about this now. Okay. Oculus Rift is in trouble. Okay. They're being sued. Well, they have been being they sued. They have been. It it's actually went that, to court. Yeah, finally. it finally went to court. Yes. So let me briefly give a summary here. I don't know what you have here We're down good. here. Okay. Basically, um, they got sued by uh, Zenimax. Zenimax, which is the parent company of id Software. Yes. Uh, because basically, Zenimax says, "Hey, you when you stole a bunch of stuff for virtual reality that we were working with, we were working on before Rift even existed, basically, and wholesale ripped us off." For the creation of the Oculus Rift. The pawn in this game, of course, is former Doom creator... Uh, John Carmack. John Carmack, who is known for being kind of the the guy who was making all of its engines for a while. Right, he was the Real technical smart director dude. of its id software. Yeah, who left id to... Work on Oculus work Rift. at Oculus. Specifically now, on the Rift. Right, but here's where things get interesting. Yeah. Because while he was at id software... He was also talking to, uh, oh, what's his name, uh, the creator of the Oculus. Mm-hmm. And basically they were switching notes back and forth. Yes. Uh, while he was at in studios. So yeah. basically they're laying claim that, Zenimax is laying claim that because in studios, in software, is a subsidy, sub, subsidy mm-hmm. of, of their company that they have proprietary rights to the virtual reality that yeah. he was developing. This isn't the first time that this something like this has happened. This is very sim- In fact, one of the play- key players here, Mark Zuckerberg, has experienced this himself. Right. Where anything technically discussed, if you're still an employee of one company, that company can claim ownership of. They basically say it's like anything that you're not supposed to talk to other companies about stuff beyond your company when you're working in that office. So basically that's the argument Zenimax is making. Well, here's the other thing. They claim that Facebook owner Mark Zuckerberg knew about this when he purchased the Oxus Rift for $2 yeah. million. Dollars. Which is technically possible. Yes. Um, so Zuckerberg went today, right? He went I believe that was today. stand today. Yes. I didn't see the result of that, though. I just heard that he was expected to. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, probably he's just going to tow the company line. He's probably going to say it's like, 
we weren't like I I had he was probably going to say he had no knowledge right even if he well, did well here well Oculus put out a statement saying that Zenimax didn't claim any ownership to the technology mm-hmm. until after the Oculus Rift was purchased by Facebook in 2014 that is true actually furthermore Carmack says that his employment agreement allowed him to be involved in the Oculus because it is not a gaming company mm-hmm and therefore, not a competitor to Zenimax. That makes sense because I'm sure that whatever paperwork he signed, way, 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 way back when right. he, you know, started at ID, probably had no anticipation that virtual reality was going to be a thing. I mean, there was no way that he would have known that Zenimax would have such a weird bone to pick about this. Uh, he could have because he got a quote. Uh, quote Altman, the Zenimax CEO decided not to pursue the opportunity to make ZeniMax a player of the ground floor of VR hardware revolution, <laughs> claiming there was no need for it. And that's where and this you, is according to CarMax filings. Right, and this is where you get into kind of the difference between the tech guy and the CEO. Right. Because John Carmack, knowing a little bit about him, is the kind of guy who is obsessed with anything technology. Mm-hmm. He's the kind of guy that makes rockets. Just because he can make rockets. This is the kind of guy who makes robots because he wants to. This is the kind of guy who like will go on Twitter tangents about space exploration. Because he's just genuinely into this stuff. So it makes perfect sense that he would, even working at id, have a interest in VR. Right. Especially it being the next kind of advancement in game technology. It's a natural progression for him. So I could envision a situation where he went to the the this president CEO or whatever and said, hey, saying like we should do this. Zenimax should get into this. We should be. I, I Zenimax probably <laughs> said, "Hey, VR is a thing. Yeah, would you like me to work on this?" And, and CEO probably yeah. said, no. "No, you can use your your time to make games or soft or engines." And so what did he do? He got in contact with Palmer Lucky over at Oculus, yes, found out what he was Lucky. doing. Yeah, Palmer Lucky. And it's probably talked to him. It's like, hey, Palmer, here, you're doing this thing. Actually, Let's Palmer talk. Lucky sought him out. Really? I didn't yes. know that. Uh, they have to cross paths uh, at one of the conventions. Uh-huh. And they just have to stay in contact as he was inventing the Oculus. So really, both are plausible here. Right. You're, you're looking at a guy who would be naturally inclined to be interested in this stuff anyways. Meeting up with someone so who was... Meeting up with somebody who, who is naturally inclined to be attracted to a guy who's into technology, right. just like he is. It makes sense. It makes sense that they would eventually cross paths. But from Zenimax's point of view, they also it also makes sense. Right. That they say he that was he kind got of looking, Yeah, if he was like already kind of looking looking to be on his way out because he was. Right. At the same time, it was getting out of the um, engine business essentially. Zen, uh, once the Bethesda the Zenimax buy of it happened, Carmack was basically like, "Well, we're not selling our." They decided to not sell their engine out anymore. Mm-hmm. They basically ceded defeat to Unreal Engine finally and said, like, well, id Tech is no longer going to be something that we release to other developers. We're just going to keep it in, in-house here for Zenimax and Bethesda games. And they have since then. So really, it didn't make any sense for Carmack to stay at the company. He's the tech guy. If you don't give the tech guy something to do besides just work on one engine for the rest of your life, he's going to get bored. He's going to twiddle his thumbs. And sure enough... He did. Well, it's like what's happening with James right now, Toyota. He's well, exactly. He's bored. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, you get bored in your you 19s. You bored tech guys. Yeah. They will find something to do. So, yeah, it, it makes sense either way. So, it's a really tricky case. So, yeah. it'll be interesting to see where this goes. It will be. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, that is currently in case, uh, in the course, and we will keep an eye yeah. on that. Yeah. And lastly, in video game news, amazing, awesome games done quick. Yeah. That wrapped up. It did. It's over. Uh, this past week. Uh, they raised, give me an estimate. Uh, I don't know. Their previous, uh, their previous total was 1.2 million. So, 3 million? You think they go from one point two to three in a year? Sure. <laughs> you're 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 high expectations. Yeah. No, they raised two point two million uh, for the Prevent Cancer Found Pre- Cancer Cancer for the Prevent Cancer Foundation, <laughs> which is over a million dollars of last year's total. Uh, it actually closed with more than a million dollars in donations on the last day. Wow. Uh, which it has gone over one million dollars every year since 2014, and it does this twice a year. Uh, okay. The top donor was the T-shirt maker, the Get T, <laughs> who gave 136 thousand dollars during tea. during the event. Yes, I get it. Uh, that wasn't in. They were also one of the main sponsors. Mm-hmm. Uh, that total, of course, was not in one big bulk. That was over the course of the entire event. Okay. But the fact that they were able to raise $1 million in one day is, quite, is amazing. Yeah. Oh, also, the, the way they capped this thing off was with a Undertale run. In okay. one hour, true pacifist ending. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'm sure that's up on their YouTube page or on their uh, Twitch, Twitch uh, page if you want to check that out. Yep. And watch them speed run... Undertale. Yep. And uh, Nintendo announced uh, like three different uh, uh, Fire Emblem games today. Oh, yeah. Um, including a their mobile game, uh, which will be a tr- kind of traditional Fire Emblem game, but with free-to-play hooks and heroes that you can level up and stuff. Oh, so, yes. Seems neat. Uh, but yes, they also confirmed a new 3DS and Switch Fire Emblem game that will be coming out for both systems in 2018. Okay. And lastly, okay, this is the last thing in, in video yeah. games. Um, Gabe Newell. Yes, from Valve. Yes, famous of Valve. Uh, recently did a Reddit AMA in which he was point blank asked the question, <laughs> what's the deal with Half-Life 3? And I'm sure he's so sick of that. <laughs> he actually asked. His answer was, that's the number one answer I always get on the streets. Yeah. And second answer was, no comment. We're not in production of it. Yeah. Which means he's not in production of it. Someone else may be, but he is not in production of of Half-Life 3. Or, I don't know, stay with me here. They're not going to make Half-Life 3. That's the other thing that (laughs) seems to be happening because the expectations on that game will be too insane that it could not meet it. It will be dead... DOA. Valve is a completely different company now than they, they were Steam. when they launched Half-Life 2 or they, any of They run episodes. Steam. They're they fully making on Steam. Yeah. They don't need to make their own games anymore. They may make uh, another Portal game, Yeah, but that's about the extent that they will go. And there was a rumor that there was going to be Left 4 Dead 3 sometime soon. Right. So there are games that they could still make, but Half-Life's not going to be one of them. No. It's a different market. It's a different company. It's not going to happen. Sorry, yes. guys. It's not going to happen. But what is going to happen 
It's a billboard. Yes, billboard. Uh, a little bit of a shakeup this week. Yes. Your number one song is new this week. It is The Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Yeah, it is. Debuting at number one this week. Yes. The Debut rest of your five one. is pretty much identical last week. Just moved down a notch. So number two is like bad and bougie. Uh, uh, what's number six? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't look. I'll tell you. What is number six? That screeching car. Oh, no, it's not Screech It's uh, Castle on the Hill, Ed Sheeran. Oh, there you go. So, so Ed Sheeran, Kaz, two, two songs, songs in the top, top ten top this 10. week. That premiered yeah. in the top ten. Your album list, a um, little minor shakeup. Your number one album is Starboy, again, by the weekend. Right. But your number two your album. Number two, new this week, they, uh, uh, hopping up to number two from down further on the list. Twelve. The soundtrack for La La Land. Yes. Right above, number three, which the, is the, the soundtrack, soundtrack for, for Moana. Moana. So people are seeing movies and, yeah. liking, and buying music on their way home. Um, then 24 Karat Magic and For Your Eyes Only by Bruno Mars and J. Cole, respectively, round up top Yes. Uh, your new releases this week include AFI. AFI The Blood Album. still exist. Uh, <laughs> Cherry Glazer. Yes. Uh, Apaka Lipstick. So excited for this. That's a great name It's for a great an name album. for an album. Also, that band's rad. Okay. They're local. Burger Records. Burger Records. Uh, we have Tyco with Epoch, the physical release. So if you like your atmospheric electronica. We have Tim Cohen with Luck Man. And the, my, a great band name, The Proper Ornaments. That is a good band name. With <laughs> another good album name, Foxhole. <laughs> Foxhole. <laughs> Uh, and those are your uh, new releases. Cool. Uh, so, uh, you mentioned that Ed Sheeran debuted they, at number one. Or they, he. He, <laughs> he did. Yes, he debuted at number one in the U.S. Billboard. Um, he also debuted in the U.K. Billboard at number one with Shape of You. There you go. And also number two with Castle on the Hill. That was a big one-two punch to start the year. Yeah. Just show you. A lot of people like Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Uh, people also like Radiohead because in addition <laughs> to their um, Coachella being played, being uh, announced, playing at Coachella, they also announced uh, their 2017 tour for both European and North American release dates. Yep. And lastly... Um, as we wrap up here, we have yes. Friday to look forward to. All right, what's on Friday? Friday is the Donald Trump inauguration. All right, that's happening. So, yeah, we probably should have talked about that in television, right? Why? <laughs> because it's on going to be on television. Okay, it's going to be on television, yes. But? But there's a reason I bring it up in the music section. All right. Because, as is tradition... Uh, with a new coming president, they have what's called the Inauguration Bowl. Yes. And let's just say Donald Trump is having trouble getting some acts. Yeah. Especially since, you know, we reported on the music industry doing that whole 30 for 30, which was 30 songs in 30 days. Did you see that they're the same guys are doing a new one that's going to be the first 100 days? Oh, really? Yeah, there's going to be a new one, a follow-up, where it's the 100 artists, 100 days, 100 songs. <laughs> yeah, called the first 100 days. Okay, same idea. Same just, idea. Yeah, first 100 days. Okay. 
I did not see that. That is happening. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, that was kind of a long time go- coming too, where it was just like every week you heard like another like artist or group that was supposed to perform either immediately pulled out or immediately went into social media and said, hell no, I'm not doing that. Yes. <laughs> so uh, acts that have been, tr- or that have turned down the yes. Trump uh, Trump's uh, campaign include Celine Dion, yeah. Elton John, uh-huh. Gene Simmons, uh-huh. Andrea Bocelli, uh-huh. Elton John. Yep. I said Elton John. I mean, uh, Kiss. <laughs> Moby. Gene Simmons is in Kiss. Yes. Well, Gene Simmons and then and Kiss. Kiss. And then the band Kiss. <laughs> Moby. Ice T. Garth Brooks. <laughs> the Dixie Chicks. Well, duh. Yeah. <laughs> the Beach Boys. <laughs> Florida. The entire state? No, Florida. Oh. <laughs> which was funny because originally the early reports was that the headliner was going to be Florida for to the tune of $1 million. And he's like, hell no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when even Florida doesn't want to play your thing, you know you have a problem. Well, you know. You know you have a problem. Uh, when I first heard this news, I thought, oh, okay, I see Florida going in and singing this is Welcome to My House. Welcome to my house. <laughs> It's the White House. Yes. Welcome to the White House. <laughs> we don't even go down. Anyways. Uh, but no, the one band that emphatically declined <laughs> was the B Street Band. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what? Wait, what do you think I'm saying? The B Street Band. The B Street Band? Yes. Who's the B Street Band? The B Street Band is a Bruce Springsteen cover band. <laughs> I did not know this. Yes. Okay. And because Bruce Springsteen would not play for Donald Trump. Of course. Because he's anti-Trump. Yeah. <laughs> the B Street Band said that they too would not play. Duh! It's <laughs> like, what did he expect? <laughs> However... Just because I'm listing out people who did not who do not want to play. There were some people who apparently have no problem being there. Yes. And uh, that includes the band that everybody's today, talking about. As of today, the lineup includes Jackie Ivanka. Uh of Chirp. Chirp. Chirp yes. Chirp. Of America's Got Talent. Uh-huh. Who will be singing the Star Spangled Banner. Okay. We also have the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Yeah. The Rockettes. Some of them. Lee Greenwood, most known for God Bless America. Okay. Or no, sorry, God Bless the USA. I was going to say. What? God Bless the USA. Yes, God Bless the USA. Sam Moore. Okay. Surprise Sam Moore. Uh, <laughs> that's, oh, that's surprising. Uh, <laughs> the Piano Guys. Yep. They are a YouTube sensation and Spotify sensation where they do... Piano ballads uh, of pop songs. Sure. I actually like them. I, I like <laughs> what they do. DJ Ravi Drums. So, this is hilarious to me. Because if you have followed video games in the last 10 years... I'm going to bring this up. Ravi Drums is mostly known among Nintendo fans for being in the Nintendo 2006 E3 press conference. When they did Wii, Wii Music. Music. He was demoing the drums portion of Wii Music by basically doing his thing with a pair of Wiimotes. Yep. 
It was real dumb. Find it on YouTube. <laughs> so when I saw that Robbie Drums was on this list, I laughed literally out loud. I laughed out loud when I read every news report say that it was Ravidrums. Ravidrums? Yes. They did not space out Ravi and Drums. It was Ravidrums. Yeah. It was, it was really funny. Also, the, uh, I got this news the best way possible. Somebody made a fake Coachella poster <laughs> for, these lo- for these artists, and I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Well, we haven't even hit the high headliners yet. Oh, yeah, no. We're not even close to the best one. So, your headliners include <laughs> Three Doors Down. <laughs> yes. Three Doors Down, everybody's favorite band. And country singer Toby Keith. Yeah. Okay. So, this one's weird. But it, I guess maybe it's not that weird. Go ahead. Explain it. So, back when the Dixie Chick stuff happened. After there was the fallout, after Nat oh, Levine said Bush. stuff about George Bush. Toby Keith was actually in the public eye for a little bit there because he was basically the first to argue against them in a public forum. He came out right away and just saying like, oh, they shouldn't, they shouldn't say that about him. They should respect the president, etc., etc., etc. The weird thing about that, though, is that we, even when he said that, he was a registered Democrat, and he was usually, up until that point, had supported the Democratic ticket. For some reason, Toby Keith used that moment in country music to completely pivot, and has stood there since. Really? He is almost kind of the South in Metacosm. Okay. <laughs> so, be that as it will. But yeah, that's kind of where he lands now. Alright. Well... All all of these music acts will be topped off, mm-hmm. but with an introduction by John Voight, who will probably be the MC. <laughs> when your when your MC is John Voight, we know you have a problem. Well, originally they tried to get REM. <laughs> huh. But they were nowhere to be looked for for comments. You you don't say. Michael Stipe. <laughs> Would probably rather, I don't know, he'd rather do something. He'd, he'd rather be in a corner. <laughs> uh, the joke I saw on He'd rather be night swimming. No, the joke I saw on Twitter was um, the reason why all the musicians died last year was because they didn't want to play. Ooh, that's dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Oh, that burn. So yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes. But if you like Three Doors Down... Yes. Man, I've got a thing for you. Uh, it, it could be your kryptonite. Is yeah! That, is that them? Yeah. Oh, God, I totally forgot that was them. Did you not? Okay. I hate that song so much. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But if you go crazy... Yes, I will like still, still call you Superman. Superman. And it will be there holding your hand. <laughs> okay. When you stay by my side. When I'm superhuman, my kryptonite. Okay. That's like that song. I, that song is like a bad ripoff of a Stone Temple Pilots <laughs> song. Like, I'm just I don't know why that exists. Anyways, let's stop talking about Three Doors Down. Let's stop talking talking about the inauguration, and let's stop talking about this podcast because it is over. Oh, you want to stop talking? I think so. But we're at 143. <laughs> yeah, we're almost double length this week. 
Which I figured that would be the case. Yes. Uh, but yeah, let's wrap yeah, it we up. We have a lot to talk about with the Switch. And then yeah. uh, TV and movies kind of ramble on. Next week, we will be back on Wednesday night at 8 yep. with a new episode that will likely probably not be that long. No. Um, the inauguration? Or not the inauguration. The Oscar nominations. Uh, will that happen? On the 24th. Is that before or after we record? I believe that is that means day It will be the day before, so yes, we will be able to report on the Oscar nominations next week. So ni- yes. next week can be our prediction show. Yes. Uh, we'll Hopefully, I will have Oscars. a review for you of Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Yep. As that will be released on Monday night or Tuesday morning, to, right? Depending on your time. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, Academy Awards. We'll talk about um, I don't know. Is Ethan Sorry is on SNL? Um, on Saturday. Oh, yes. Aziza sorry on SNL. Um, we'll also right. figure out who was in the Super Bowl this year. Uh, yes, we'll and find out who the Super Bowl is. We'll, yeah. also... we'll, also, we'll also find out um, most likely who will be singing the national anthem. Yep. Uh, new week, uh, 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 all week will be new episodes of Steven Universe if you haven't already leaked them on YouTube. <laughs> so. Oh, that dig at me? Yes. Okay. Uh, that, so new episodes, I didn't know they were new. New episodes all day, all week, next week. <laughs> I didn't know. Fair enough. So yeah, uh, I assume they were old. That's why they were on YouTube. We'll we we'll, we'll be back next week at same time and same YouTube channel. So catch us. Catch uh, on the YouTube media at boat, Media Boat. Media Boat. Catch, catch us on the Facebook at Media, media boat. boat Podcast and Twitter Media Boat Cast. Media boat cast. Find us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Yep. Uh, subscribe. Google Media Boat Podcast and you'll find us. And we will be. This has been our fifty-fifth episode. Yep. We'll be back for fifty-six. See and you guys next. See week. you guys next week. Bye. Bye.